0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of BBP News and another episode of Good News Saturday. It is back. We're in the month of September now, which means it is time for Good News Saturday, one of my favorite episodes to record every single month. We have great stories here today, positive stories to get your month started off on the right foot. And we've got four stories for today. And really I'm going to say now there's no real pattern to these. There's no real story that overarches all of these stories that I have for today, unlike some of the other episodes we've had where there seems to be like a common theme etched into the into the different stories, not today. Today we have just four great ones here. They're all different which in my mind is almost even better in a way, because you get to see all types of positivity, all types of just heartwarming stories to get your month started off on the right foot. But without wasting any more time, let's jump right into it here. And starting out, we actually have an update to an old story. Now, I didn't think we'd ever get an update to this one, but I ended up running across it just recently here as I was getting ready for the show and I had to share it. Now, if you've been with us for a long time, if you've listened to the episodes for a long time, you might remember this one because this story ranges back 14 months from now. We're going back 14 months to Kevin Ford, who at that time had just celebrated 20. Seven years of not missing a shift, a single shift at his job at Burger King. 27 years, always on time, never missing a shift of work. And at the time, the story that we told then was that the internet had rushed to Ford's side because the gift that he received from burger king management that a lot of people on the internet felt just was not a worthy thank you for the effort that he has put in and the service he's given over the years because it consisted of you know a gift card a reusable cup some candy things like that just you know something relatively small though ford was very thankful for it all the same gave his thanks to the company and to the management and all that so You know, he was still very humble about it, very thankful for it, but the internet rushed to his side, and it ended up sparking a GoFundMe page set up by his daughter so that he could visit his kids and grandkids who lived a little ways away. Now, the goal for this GoFundMe page was only $200. It was a relatively small asking, not asking price, but a a relatively small goal that was set $200 so that he could make this trip. But again, the internet was on his side and the GoFundMe page exploded and people from all over the world began to donate to this page. And by the time of the family's reunion, that same month, again, 14 months ago, around that same time, the page had already risen over $250,000. $250,000. $250,000. $250,000. And it didn't stop there. By Christmas time, the page had risen $389,000 with several celebrities donating. And David Spade was one of the biggest there, donating $5,000 to the page. Absolutely insane. And 14 months later, coming here to the present the page has risen over four hundred twenty two thousand dollars four hundred twenty two thousand dollars for an for an initial goal of 200 it is insane the response that has been garnered by this whole situation and that's not all he's gotten he's been given trips He's been given gifts. He got flown out to Nepal and got to visit Mount Everest as a gift because the internet has backed him so much that even, you know, company leaders are stepping in to gift him with things like this. And it's just absolutely insane. And Ford has done what he could to thank his family for their support in all this. He has shared some of that money with his kids and grandkids. His daughter was able to buy a house using the money that she got from him with all this. And he said that he's put the rest in retirement, but says, don't fear He's not planning to jump into retirement just yet. He's still got some time before he does that. So he's going to continue working. Still hasn't missed a shift, by the way. 14 months after that initial celebration, and he still has not missed a shift. Absolutely incredible story. And again, I'm going to very quickly become a broken record, but the support that he has been able to grasp the support that the world, that people have been able to give to him is just amazing. It's incredible. And all came out of a simple TikTok, a simple social media post in which the people thought he deserved more. And boy, did they give him more. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. But moving on to story number two. And this is one of those stories that honestly, to me, is just really cool. And I had to share it because, I mean, how could you not? So, a woman in New Hampshire bought a painting at a thrift shop for $4. Didn't really think anything of it. It had a signature on it, but she just figured it was a forgery. She bought it just because she needed an extra frame. And the painting got hung in her bedroom for a while. And eventually, you know, she was just kind of tired of it. She had other things to hang there. And so it got moved to the attic and kind of forgotten about. Well, years later, she ended up going through her attic and stumbled across this painting again. And decided to put a picture of the painting on Facebook in a group dedicated to, you know, people finding things in attics, under floorboards, and just interesting discoveries in their homes. And it was in this group, after being shared around a little bit, that someone who actually knew how to, I don't know if appraise is the right word, but knew paintings, essentially, recognized that this was actually an authentic piece from N.C. Wyeth back in the 1930s. And it was one of a set of four paintings that Wyeth had done at this time for a 1939 edition of a Helen Hunt book, and originally written in the 1800s. And so they very quickly found out, again, that this was an authentic painting and mind you this was only the second of four to be found the four paintings had been lost over time and only one other one has been found aside from this one so she has found a rare rare piece of art and for four dollars four dollars she bought a painting that is now worth hundreds of thousands of dollars up to three Million dollars. For four dollars, she bought this thing because she needed an extra frame. That is one of the most incredible stories. Now, we've had stories on these shows before of people, you know, finding valuable pieces in the ground. You know, I can't tell you the number of stories we've had where someone has dug up a field or gone metal detecting or you know, been looking through rivers and stuff and found valuable pieces of history. You know, Bronze Age tools or weapons or things like that. But now, someone has found a piece of artwork worth up to $3 million in their attic that they found at a thrift shop for $4. This is absolutely insane. And, you know, lucky, lucky her. I wish I could find a painting like that in my attic. Come on now. Oh, I just happened to buy this painting for $4. Oh, no, it's actually worth $3 million. Our bad. Wow. Insane. And it's funny, too, because when she put the painting on Facebook, she just joked that, hey, I found a rare piece of artwork, you know, This must be worth so much. Like, she did it as a joke. As a joke, and it turned out to be real. It doesn't get more lucky than that. That is absolutely amazing. I love it. I love it. So lucky. So lucky. Can she pass some of that luck to me, please? I, you know, I wouldn't argue with it. I'd appreciate it. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Let's move on to story number three. And... We have heard all the stories of, you know, heartwarming dog adoption stories, cat adoption stories, just pets being adopted into their forever homes. But what happens when the animal is tired of waiting and decides that they want to adopt their human? That's exactly what this dog did. Scout was a shelter dog in Michigan And decided that he didn't really want to wait around to be adopted. He didn't want to wait around for someone to take him in. He wanted to find his ideal human. Or in this case, humans. As he escaped this shelter not once, not twice, but three different times. Three different times. And found his way... To a nearby nursing home. And I'm going to read you the description here. Of how he escaped. What he had to do. To make it from the shelter. To this nursing home. The description here reads. He had escaped last night. From their shelter. Just down the road. And somehow managed to scale the 10 foot. Chain linked fence. Another 6 foot solid privacy fence cross a busy highway without being run over, find the nursing home, go in through the front door undeterred, and curled up on the nursing home couch. He did this three times. You know, the first two times he was brought back to the shelter. You know, they had gotten the call and brought him back. But the third time, the nursing home administrator said that she had to just read this as a sign. Like, all right, you do it once, that's crazy. You do it twice, all right, how is this happening? Three times, maybe there's something more to this. So she initially started by asking this nursing home, you know, anyone on the staff or anything, do you want a dog, do you want this dog? And it turned out that the entire nursing home wanted the dog. And so he has become a member of, Of that nursing home now this is a nursing home it's a long term care facility for uh, those with dementia and he has become an excellent friend for those who are either nearing the end of their life or even for those that still have the energy to play and have fun and you know just enjoy the dog's company And some of them will leave treats and their walkers for him and he'll patrol the hallways visiting all the different residents and hanging out with the staff. And he's just become a real, you know, dog for this home. He found his humans and he's not big. He's not mean or anything like that, but he still has his way of trying to protect the people within that home. Because whenever someone that doesn't live there rings the doorbell, he'll jump up on the wall and start barking like he knows. He knows that they don't live there. He knows that, you know, they're not a regular person at that facility. So he does his part to try and protect the area. But he is just, he's found his home. He's found his people. All that determination. I just can't believe, how? How did he do this three times? It just shows you this dog is both rather athletic and smart. So smart to be able to scale both fences, a 10-foot chain link fence and a 6-foot solid fence. Crosses the highway, enters through the door without anyone noticing somehow, and just curls up on the couch. Doesn't even go exploring or anything, just finds a couch, lays down, curls up. Takes a nap. Three times he did this. It's an amazing story. And a real nice twist, like an insane twist, on your typical adoption story. So go scout. Go scout. Way to find your home. (laughs) I absolutely love this. This just goes to show. This is another example, out of so many we've had on these episodes, of just how incredible animals are how incredible pets are and how lucky we are to have them oh I love it I absolutely love it but what I love possibly even more is this last story and I could not pass up on this one as soon as I saw it I knew that this was the story I wanted to close out the show with and it surrounds the effort to help the people Of Lahaina in Hawaii following the wildfires that destroyed the town. And it all started when this five-year-old's parents, the five-year-old, his name is Edison. His parents were watching a news story about the wildfires one night. And it just got to him because the family had actually just visited Hawaii before... These fires took place. And now he was seeing on TV these fires ravaging the town. Ravaging the island of Maui. And he asked them to turn it off because it was too sad. And that was just the beginning of it. Because Edison thought on it. And he was asking his parents, like, did all of the kids... In that town. Did they really lose like all their toys? Did they really lose their bed? Did they lose this and that? And they said, yeah, you know, yeah, they did. And so he dropped the subject for a little bit, but the parents could tell it was on his mind. And it was while they were out walking one day that Edison asked his parents, like, can we set up a lemonade stand? Can we set up a lemonade stand to try and help the children? Of Maui, all those kids that lost their toys, that lost their bed, that lost the things that are dear to them in those fires. And the parents were completely on board. And, you know, obviously they kind of expected, all right, hopefully, you know, we raise a little money, hundred dollars, a couple hundred bucks from people buying lemonade. It'll be a great time, you know, and it's a great example for their son. It's a great moment for their son. To learn. How wonderful. Charity is and being generous can be. But they had no idea. How much of an impact. This would actually have. And how successful. This would be. Because. People would drive by the sand. And find out what. They were raising money For. And people would basically say like, oh, I've been looking for a way to help, but I didn't know where to donate. You know, they were like, it's overwhelming. We didn't know where to donate. We didn't know what to do. And so they'd pay far more than what the lemonade costs. And they had a few different things. You know, they had lemonade, they had sparkling water, they had ice cream sandwiches, candy, and more. And the lemonade itself was a dollar, but According to the family, people would regularly pay in $5 bills, $10 bills, $20 bills, and tell them to keep the change. Not only that, but the parents then got their companies that they worked for to match the amount given to the lemonade stand. And soon after, weeks later, just weeks later, the stand has risen 17000 dollars $17,000 all of, all off of an, an idea from this 5-year-old from Edison it was his idea to set up the stand and the parents just helped make that happen and they set up ways for people to donate online if they so chose to and if they so wished and all of it every single cent goes to Lahaina and the kids there who lost everything that they held dear, all their toys, their bed, and more. Lost their homes. This is one of those stories that is just absolutely heartwarming to see, heartwarming to talk about. And it almost brings a a tear to your eye because... You know, again, you had all these people who were like, we don't know where to donate. We don't know, you know, which charity to give to, which ones are legitimate, things like that. It's just overwhelming. And then here's this five-year-old who comes up with the idea to have a lemonade stand. And people are absolutely buying into this and chipping in. As much as they can. There was one guy who paid for a cup of lemonade with a $100 bill. And told them to keep the change. It's just amazing. I have no other word for it. It is just beyond words. It really is. It really is. And it's a perfect way to end out this show, I feel like. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I really do. You know, I definitely enjoy bringing these episodes to you guys. They're a great way to start my month, and I hope they're a great way to start yours as well. Just the positivity, the lightheartedness of it all. We need it. We need it, always. And so I hope this can shed some light and shed some happiness on the start to your guys' September. But we won't be gone long. We'll be back tomorrow morning for an episode of What to Expect for the week of September 3rd. And then we'll be back with a news episode on Monday. But until tomorrow, you guys, we'll see you later. Bye.